used to daydream about being old enough to go on dates. I had this image of myself holding hands with a really cute guy, driving along some pretty road. It's never about going anywhere, really. It's having some sort of freedom, I guess. <laughs> Okay. You awake? What are you are not gonna believe me, and I need you to remember what I'm saying. This thing, it's gonna follow you. Somebody gave it to me, and I passed it to you. Wherever you are, it's somewhere walking straight for you. All you can do is pass it along to someone else. Who did he really do to you? Apparently he used a fake name to rent a house in the city. This isn't real. I swear to you, this is just some game. If it kills her, it gets me. It goes straight down the line whoever started it. What exactly is supposed to be following you? I don't know. Something happened. That's not what she thinks, okay? You don't believe me. It's me. Everything's okay. It could look like someone you know, or it could be a stranger in a crowd. Whatever helps it get close to you. Doesn't this don't I look cool in this? Yeah, still, we, still the answer is no. Yeah, we. I was wearing this for Horror of Dracula, and it's the same session. So <laughs> I'm wearing it for It Follows. Welcome to Movie on Birds. I am Bob Sham. I'm Angela. The sounds you hear may be dogs, yep. or spirits, <gasps> ghosts. Maybe Monsters. it's a thing that's following you because you had the audacity. To go get your nut. This is a movie about STDs. Yes, it follows. <laughs> That's what you get for having sexual intercourse. I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, that hood makes my head. I already got a big ass cranium, but that hood makes me look kind of pinheaded, right? I don't like it. Don't like it. So I, I think it makes your head look weirdly small. So if I wear this, this to the bedroom, it's not going to get much reception, is what you're saying. I mean, we can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're talking about the movie, because it's Halloween Hump Fest. We're talking about this shit every weekday, mm-hmm. all month long. All month. It's uh, nonstop stuff like this. Horror movies. Horror. We got a little theme we're touching base on each week. And uh, yes. uh, we talked about Rabid. I hope I got that order right. <laughs> uh, we talked about Rabid yesterday. Cool. And uh, you saw what was happening there, right? How she uh, seduced her way into spreading her version of rabies, old Marilyn Chambers. Yes. Now what's happening here? You got you have some sex and it passes something that that follows you. 
It? It. And it could look like anything. Often, or anyone. Or anyone. Uh, maybe even somebody you know to fuck with you. Yeah, it can look like a friend or a family member or one of its previous victims or just something horrifying. We started this movie with a young girl running. Mm-hmm. The, you feel the tension. The tension in this movie is really great. But we this, don't know what she's running from. We don't know what she's running from. Her dad's worried about her. Then she takes the car and just takes the fuck off. And then we see her talking to her dad, apologizing to her dad for being a typical teenage girl, I guess. But it's like she's resigned to not stop running. So she's just at this beach. And then it cuts and we see her essentially like her. One of the most horrifying scenes. Her leg is fucking backwards and she looks completely grayed out like the life has just been drained out of her. And that's how we open the movie. It follows. And uh, the, I want to talk about the uh, our lead in this movie, Micah Monroe. Mm-hmm. I thought actually it's very good casting here because she does seem like the kind of girl who would play, who you would see in any movie with young adults or teenagers yes. in it, right? Yeah. She, she's the total type. She's the girl that everyone has a crush on. Everyone loves her. She could be. Girl, boy, doesn't matter. She could be the mean girl in a teen dramedy she, yeah, she just looks like a definite type that they would use in Hollywood and Hollywood. And the idea that this kind of girl would have this problem makes a lot of sense to me. Sure. This girl that everyone's crushing on, everyone wants to be with. Her little buddy Paul, played by Keir Gilchrist, is in love with her. Yeah. Uh, we're dealing with, uh, in the movie, it's like she's a, a 21-year-old. You get the vibe that she just turned around 21. Yeah. Because, and she's dating another 21-year-old. And her other, she's got a younger sister and her group of friends that we see a lot. And you got the vibe that they're like fresh out of high school. So we're dealing yeah, with like. the summer after high school. We're dealing with young adults, but not necessarily mentally that different from teenagers. But it is, they are like a little grown legal adults here. Yeah, but they are all still definitely like same friend group. There's no sort of, like she just fits in with them. And she'd been dating this boy. She'd been dating this boy, Hugh. What a hunk, Hugh. He's got he the name like Hugh Casey for one. Casey from Dawson's Creek. Oh, yeah? That's who he reminded me is of. Is that James Vanderbeek? No, it's the other guy. Yeah, we never, we don't say his name. What is his name? Because I don't know it. <laughs> Jackson. 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 I don't know. Good old Jackson. I almost said Percy Jackson. I think that's from a movie. I don't want to win. Listen, I don't remember your name. I don't remember your name, not James Vanderbeek, but um, I liked you more. I crushed on you, not him. Michelle Williams and that shit. I was just thinking my two crushes from that movie, and I didn't or that show, and I didn't watch all of it, but it was definitely Pacey and Michelle Williams. Yeah, yeah. 100. What about Katie Holmes? Anything? No, not really. Hmm. How's she doing? Uh, Katie, reach out to us. Let us know how that, you're doing. I hope that she is living her best life, best life with her daughter. well. And just like keeping herself doing her own thing. Yes. Keep your head up, Katie. All right? It follows. It's following her. Uh, this guy fucks her in a car. Real yeah, romantic. Yeah, he's kind of weird. He's kind of weird beforehand a little. He's hunky but weird. Hunky but weird. And there's a, oh, that theater scene where they play this game where. Oh, I like you, that. You look at someone and you say you want to switch places with them. And the other person has to guess which person you picked and why. He I'm, picks it first. And it's a dad. Yeah. And he, no, it's not the dad. It's the kid. 
in the family. He's like, I would love to just be a baby, like a, a young child and start over my life. And then she picks someone and he goes, it's I that bet girl it's that girl in the yellow, yellow dress. dress. And she's like, are you fucking with me? Like there is no girl. In, I don't see a girl. There's in the no girl. Dress. And he's like, we need, we need to get to out leave. of here. That was great. So the next night, I mean, it's weird, but it doesn't. They just go to a diner. They hang out. Yeah, but yeah. She does feel like he's being weird, but so the next they're night, not, not dating anymore. The next night, they're making out on the beach, and she's like, "Let's go to your car," mm-hmm. and they and they fuck in his car. She really loved this scene until he knocks her out with ether or whatever. Like when she's just kind of laying in the back seat after they've fucked mm-hmm. and talking about. When she was a kid, she used to dream about what it would be like to date, you know, and Mm. like always imagine herself kind of driving on, you know, streets up north somewhere holding hands with some boy. And but like now we're now we're not in high school anymore. And where the fuck do we go? I know, uh, you know, it's very kind of small town. Movies are movies and they're always going to be not going to be real life. But when when they get done and she climbs off on top of them. Mm-hmm. A little added realism would have been nice, like a little farty sound come out when she climbs off his dick. No one ever handles it's a natural. condom. It's natural, yeah. Or yeah, you never see that in movies, like the condom being dealt with after. Or if you don't use a condom, the other stuff you got to do. Yeah, or if you're, uh, there should be a movie. Uh, if there's ever a, a Drake, I hear Drake will um, take his condoms and pour hot sauce in them because. A lot of ladies might try to take it and shove the... <sighs> to be, make a yeah. baby, make a Drake baby. So, yeah, we need to see that dramatized And if there's ever a movie about Drake. I'm sure it'll end in him being uh, imprisoned for dating underage girls. But, yeah, he pours hot sauce. Not, not the his... underage girl part, the, the hot sauce no, part. No, that's funny, too. <laughs> no, <it's> not... Sorry. Not... <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so it's this really sweet scene. And then he kind of, like, crawls in the backseat on top of her. And it's still really sweet for like a few seconds. And then and he's he like chloroforms kind of kissing her, back, her. And then he fucking chloroforms her. I thought, yeah. And then he, she wakes up. She's at this abandoned building. He's got her in a wheelchair and she's, or a chair with wheels at least. And her hands are tied. He's ex- and she's in her underwear. He's explaining all this shit. This thing. It's going to follow you. Somebody gave it to me, and I passed it to you, back in the car. It could look like someone you know, or it could be a stranger in a crowd. Whatever helps it get close to you. It can look like anyone, but there's only one of it. You can get rid of it by sleeping with someone else. And he's like, I can still see it. If you die, it's going to come after me. And he's like looking all around for it. Yeah, Like yeah. he's watching for it to come. And then this lady starts to walk this up. naked lady. And he's like, you see that? She's like, yeah, I see that. And it's like. And it's, he's like, it's that. It's that. And So he's like rolling her around. And it's not running. No, it's it walks. It walks. We were talking about this. We were engaging this. So. Obviously, she's had sex with this boy, so this thing is going to follow her. And we're kind of doing a little math on it. Like, this thing's not going to move any more than five miles an hour, right? You give it five miles an hour. 
So you get well, five multi- five miles an hour multiplied by twenty four. I feel like that's a pretty good clip. It might even be four. Like, like it, it's it, not. Like yeah. It, I would say five just to be safe. It's going to take ten hours to go fifty miles. Yeah. So honestly, you've got to go pretty far to really get away from. Like you need to get on a plane. Yeah, it, it would take. You might have you know quite a bit of time. The only thing is, it doesn't stop. Yeah, it never stops. So it's like the turtle, like the tortoise and the hare. Slow and steady. Uh, I thought you were going to say the Terminator. Terminator as well. Terminator was not really much in a rush. Yeah, but he's going to find you. You're going to die. He will. You're going to die. And so, yeah, it 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 follows. And this is the fucked up thing. Like he's got her tied up. He's explaining all of this, and then he dumps her on the street outside her house in her underwear, barefooted, after saying all this crazy ass shit to her. They call the cops. He was using a fake name to rent a house the, in their town. Let's see. Here's how inept the cops are here. The cops all show up and they do these interviews and they identify that he used a fake name to rent a house and they go to the neighborhood and it's, this is Detroit. So there's images of old busted out abandoned houses and they do their own investigation. They, she hasn't quite, she's obviously explained this to her friends and there have been a scenarios where she's had to run, but already they haven't seen anything happen yet, so they believe her. But right, she first sees it at college when a woman, an old woman, starts to follow her down the hallway, and she realizes that's what it is, and she has to run out of the class. And that's when we see Greg, her neighbor and schoolmate. The other, her her uh, younger siblings' friends don't seem to be going into college, but she is in college. Like it looks maybe like a community college or something. Yeah, like that. or maybe they're in their senior year of high school. Maybe I'm not sure. We don't see them at school or anything. That's why. That's why I just like maybe they're all skip taking the semester off or some shit. I don't know, but Greg is kind of the like cool guy across the street that yeah. the little sister actually has a crush on. But they they track down the house where dude stayed, and they they find a little mattress and some penthouses, playpen magazines, and they find a picture of dude and the girl that died at the beginning of the movie that we saw. The police did not do this, but they did it. And she's wearing a Letterman jacket for the high school that they went to. So it's really actually easy to, to go to that him. school, figure out who he is, and, and find him. And they and they found him. They tracked down his house, and he sits around, and he's explaining to all of them. He, do, he, didn't, he didn't rape her. Like, it was consensual. And that's probably a lot of why... The cops decided not to do much about it, really. I mean, in a lot of towns, cops are known for not doing much about it, even if it was, but... True. We did see them actually going to, like, the place where the wheelie chair was. Like, they did do some investigation. Also, there is a weird serial murder happening in in Detroit that... I guess. I mean, that high school was like a town over. The high school was like a town over. Mm. It had to be. Because he was renting a house in their town to find someone that he didn't know. And so so what, they don't actually spell it out, but the coolest thing, it's drive, not cool. They had to drive all the way to Ann Arbor for this shit. But what you find out is that he says that he thinks he got it from a one-night stand. Mm-hmm. But that means that he got it from one-night stand, he gave it to his girlfriend she died, and then it started coming back after him again. Yeah. And now that's why he's like, you can't die because it'll come after me. And even when it's not coming after you, you can always see it. 
Yeah, which is helpful. When she's stashing in her house and her little sister and their friends and Paul like is in love with her. So he's trying to be kind of gallant and be like, nothing's going to happen to you. I'll but, sleep on the couch. I'll but keep he, an but eye he out. can't do shit about it. And they're watching this old movie. And I mentioned that they, they watch old horror, old sci-fi horror. And I mentioned like, man, these kids aren't going to watch. Like, but Paul would. But Paul would. He's Paul that would. kid who Paul like, is he's the, the one, one like, the movies. let's watch, um, you know, the man with the x-ray eyes or whatever the fuck they're yeah. watching. <laughs> he's picking the movies. Their other little friend is just reading books on her Kindle, which she quotes a lot with food in her mouth. And uh, the sister's just kind of hanging. The Kindle is, you know, there's also a vagueness to placement in these movies. Like, almost like they could be in the 90s or the early 2000s. The Kindle is the most modern thing. She's... It's like a makeup compact. compact clamshell Kindle. That was weird because no one had a cell phone, but she had a Kindle. And she's reading The Idiot. No one had a computer. Yeah. And they had old box televisions sitting on top of other televisions, which feels very like we don't have any money early, like late 90s. And everybody, every, everybody's parents seem thoroughly checked out as well. Like yes. maybe they're busy working or busy drinking. Mm-hmm. It, her mom drinks. Yeah, they make that obvious just by bottles of wine. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, they they believe her, but they haven't seen anything. And there's a scene where she knows someone's. Co- they hear like a like someone break a window. So mm-hmm. there's some evidence, even though they can't others yeah. can't see it. And when she's waiting, they can do things physically in the world. Everyone's coming in, and then they have the sister's friend come into the room. Don't open the door. See. Everything's okay. And the the things that are coming after, sometimes they'll have these like blacked out eyes or like something will be weird with them. They just look dead. I mean, because they're like gray, like the dead one. And you can see it above your head here. Uh, I actually have the image of like the giant person creeping in behind the sister. That looks so cool. And apparently that that actor uh, passed away. I'd read very very tragic there. So then she's like, "I gotta go." They end up they get in a car with the guy across the street, and they end up going they, to right. They meet her at a park, and yeah, they end up going to some little beach shack that his family has. It's not yeah. fancy, but apparently but it's miles family and miles, owns hundreds this. of miles away, so they have some time. Right, somewhere along the Great Lake there. Cuz that's what Pacey tells her. I'm going to call him Pacey. That's what Pacey tells her <laughs> is that if she can go far enough, she can have some time to think about what to do. And because you, he's like you just need to fuck someone. It's not clear how long they've been there. No, but it's at least a day. Like yeah. at least the next day and they're on the beach like hanging out. When the thing comes. And this is when they see some shit happen. Yeah, and they see a, a girl. And it actually looks like... Well, they don't see the girl. They don't see the girl, but she sees it. And they it looks, see the girl pull her hair. So they see her hair come up. And Paul hits something with a chair and gets, like, bucked right the off. The chair breaks, and he's got, like, scrapes on his side from an altercation. It busts through a door at one point. Yeah, they see the door just shatter... And so there is evidence there that there is something fucking weird going on. The only one at this point that hasn't seen it and still does not completely believe is Greg. Greg Boyk from across the street. And he's uh, they're also he's also teaching um, 
Jay, Jay is the name of the main character as played by Micah Monroe. How to shoot a gun. How to shoot a gun. So there's a point where she knows this thing's coming and she's shooting, but he's off in the distance and he thinks he's shooting her. She's shooting at him yeah, or something. Yeah, and he's something. like, stop, stop, stop. And, and she hits the, the thing with a shot and, and, but it like keeps going. It kind of slows it down for like one second, but it doesn't. And then after it busts the door, like it comes out, it looks like this scrawny little kid. And she's like, she ends up stealing their, taking the car that brought him there and leaving all of them there. But then she crashes in a cornfield and she's in a hospital Broke bed. Broke her arm. How far away is that hospital? I mean, I'm assuming it's back home. And, you know, while she's in the hospital, she and Greg fuck. Yeah. And then Greg presumably... Well, he was it then seemed- talking to girls as though he was going to fuck them, but he was also waiting for it to come get him. Or he was waiting to see yeah, it. Yeah, it, it implies that he either didn't fuck anyone else or maybe they got killed. If maybe. He if he did fuck someone else, maybe it killed them first and then came back because... So shit seems to be on pause in terms of it following anyone. It's like four or five days. And then she sees... She's been staying up all night watching the outside And it of looks house. like Greg. In, in like, like Long John. Yeah. Walking up to the house, tries to open the door, breaks the window. Because again, it and then can it do gets things. into the house. Yeah, and then uh, this is the most fucked up. And she goes in and she sees it, and it looks like Greg's mom apparently. And Greg opens the door, and he's like, "Mom." And her boob is out because it's always sexual. Yeah, yeah. Her boob is out, and then by the time Jay gets to the door. She's, he is turning gray, and this it that looks like his mom is fucking, is fucking him, it, and it is just like liquid is just like she's just like squirting all over. It's the place. a yeah, it's a squirter, and it's a succubus. It is. It's a succubus, it's a succubus. right? The it's word doesn't succubus. get said because it it fucks you, and it seems like and it, it kills you. By it instantly you. drains your life, and you turn gray. Yeah. So, without ever saying that word, and I'm glad they don't say that word. I'm glad they don't either. Because you don't need you to be... You thought there might be like a Paul moment where he's like, I've been doing research, but yeah, he doesn't we, do that. Honestly, we really never need those scenes. No. We can come to those conclusions ourselves. Absolutely. And the conclusion is that this thing is a fucking succubus. succubus. So, now she sees what this thing's motivation is. This thing rapes and kills you, which is really fucking terrifying. Yes. Right? Yes. So, everyone's a little more... Everyone's more convinced because they've seen enough to know that shit's fucked up. And Paul is like, what if you have sex with me? Why don't you have the sexy time with me? And she says no. But the thing is, Paul likes her, of course. He always has. They they reveal that they shared a first kiss some other time ago. You know, let's, let's think about the logistics of if we had this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't actually want to fuck people you actually like because that will get them killed. Although, and this is skipping forward a bit. I mean, if that's okay. I don't care. She does eventually have sex with him. Mm-hmm. And it bonds, I think, it feels like it bonds them in a way because even if he has sex with someone else and passes it on, they both are always going to see it and it could always come back for both of them. Yeah. And there is this weird thing where it's like, it could be coming after you, but I can also at least see it. And then I can help protect you. Yeah. Or you can help protect me because we can both see it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, and he is then putting himself as, like, first line of defense before it gets her. You know? Like, he's protecting her in that way. And that's kind of how it ends, which is weirdly, creepily kind of sweet in, like, these people are going to be sad and scared for the rest of their lives, but at least they have each other kind of way. Mm. 
But yeah, I mean, she doesn't want to fuck him at first, and she tries to go fuck some. She she like drives a really long time to think. Yeah. And she sees these guys out on a boat. And we don't see how this plays out, but you know she goes out there and fucks, like you said, either one or all three of them. Yeah, yeah. Because the next scene, she's even with her broken arm, like she's soaking wet in her car driving back home. And then, you know, I love this part too. The girls hole up. It's like her and her sister and the friend, her sister's best friend, they're all just like sleeping in a room together. Mm-hmm. It's like they're, it's like time has stopped. Yeah. For everything else in their lives. We see a sandwich that's uneaten over like Covered days. in mold. And like a thing that looks like a sardine, but we think was a pickle. We think it might have been a pickle originally. There is, they do show that earlier in. I will like, notice some food in a movie. Uh, I'm a, I like a food. Yeah. In case you but didn't yeah, tell. Eventually, eventually after she has sex with those guys on the, the boat, I mean, it comes for her again because she didn't tell them what it was. It, yeah. it probably killed that guy, whoever it was. I would fuck. I would if go. Don't tell them they're going to die. I would just go fuck like the meanest motherfucker I could find or the fastest motherfucker you can find. Right. Well, I was saying you fly to a different continent. Fuck, fuck somebody. There. Fly home. Because even if it gets them, it has to walk across the world now. Yeah, and, and through an ocean, like, I don't know if it knows how to get on a boat. Like, they do eventually, they, they try to kill it. They got a plan. They're going to go to this school. Mm-hmm. And they go to the pool section. And they've set up where they've plugged in a lot of electronics and shit. And they're going to lure this thing into the pool and throw the electronics in there. Um, as they're plugged in, like, to electrocute it. That's the idea. But there's a lot of pool space. And... That and would, she's in the middle of the pool. And that would work, you know, in a bathtub, but, like, it's yeah. got to cover a lot of space. So she sees it coming in, and they're like, what does it look like? And she's like, I don't want to tell you, because it looks like her fucking dad. Mm-hmm. And then the thing, it, does, it's, it doesn't go right in the water. It starts throwing the electronics in the water. Yeah. Fortunately, it's not really working, but there's a point where they manage to throw a sheet on it, and Paul has a gun, so they can see... Like a thing with a sheet over it, and he shoots it once, and then he shoots it in the head, and it falls into the water. It falls in the water. And it's like it stuns it, but then it comes back. It grabs her. And now she's trying to get out of the water, and it's a pretty cool scene where you see this thing holding onto her foot, and Paul is trying to shoot this thing, which he can't even you can fucking see. The see. Go through the water. And it's like he almost shoots her a couple mm-hmm, of times, mm-hmm. and then he finally manages to clock it in the head, and it lets go, and she gets out of the pool. And the other people can't see it, of course, but she turns back and the pool is just like blood just coming out of the pool and spreading all in it. It looks really cool. It does look really cool, but like they're looking at nothing and she's seeing all this blood. And this is after this point that she fucks Paul, but I think the mentality is a little different. Everyone's a little more hopeful that they solve this problem because it really did look like they straight up killed this thing. That's true. So it might have just been at that point that, like, we've been through this thing and now we're together. Yeah. And, yeah. And so she's willing to fuck Paul because she likes him. And they've, like you said, they've gone through that together. But Paul also is, like, probably offering a just-in-case thing. We see him go and find some sex workers, too. So that implies that he spread it off to them. Mm -hmm. And then they're, like, together. They're boyfriend and girlfriend. And we see the end of the movie and they're... But in no way is it like a happy scene. They look like despondent walking down the street holding hands. I mean, they've been through some shit. what I'm saying, though. It's like, they're boyfriend and girlfriend now. Like, it's it's not happy. It's just like, we are now bonded. And as they're walking hand in hand down the sidewalk in their neighborhood... There's someone behind. You see someone coming 
gradually, gradually. And is it? Is it? Is it not? Could it be? We don't know. Could it not be? We don't know. We don't know if they killed it. I don't think they killed it. It's a demon. If it's a succubus, it's a demon. Yeah. So it's not going to die. Can't die. It can be anything. It can be anything. Look like anything. Fuck with your head. I mean, that's part of it. Could it look like a like a Teddy Ruxpin? I bet it could. Imagine a succubus Teddy Ruxpin. No, thanks. I don't know. It sounds pretty cool. Uh, I'd be consensual, you know? I mean, okay. So this movie takes place in Detroit, and we see them monologuing how their parents would let them go below eight mile. Like, they're from the suburbs, and they wouldn't go into the city. And you see it in Detroit. I mean, when you see all... Before they even say it's Detroit, you see all these abandoned houses, and it's like... That's kind of like what you show when you're showing Detroit these days. But at least they didn't show that long warehouse building with the square windows busted out, which you often see shown in Detroit to represent, like, the failures of industry there. Even though in every major city there is a warehouse building with square windows busted out, yet for some reason that that image has become so essential to Detroit. There's a building, like, down on, like, by Church Street I've walked by that looks like that building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I took a picture and I went, like, Boy, Detroit's crazy. I don't think anyone would question it, even though every built every town has a broken out square windowed warehouse. Multiple. That's empty. But Detroit has to carry the image for the whole country. But at least uh the director, David Robert Mitchell, had the restraint to not show that fucking building. True. But I mean he is dealing with suburb kids. But yeah, it follows from uh twenty fourteen. You figure this would be turned into a franchise, but it really, I think this is the only It Follows we've had. Which is interesting because it's better than most of the movies that get turned into franchises. It, I feel like this is, of modern horror movies, this one's very thoughtful. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's well acted. I mean, the, the little friend annoyed me a bit. But also, I think she was maybe supposed to. I don't know. She yeah. was just like a quirky. She she was kind of. The reader reading she, the books. Yeah, she didn't really need to be there, really. Talking about she was the. She like commentary. Well, she's reading excerpts the idiot. from the idiot that detail in like mortality and life. It's all about dying and like. And the inevitabilities of yeah. uh, existence and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, I, that didn't bother me that much. But this is David Robert Mitchell's. He doesn't have too many movies under his belt, maybe three or four, but. This one is his most critically, his most successful and critically well regarded. I think it's, I think it's really good. Yeah, it really is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, his movie about, you know, if they do franchise, it follows, and we'll get a sequel. That's when we'll get the the people, maybe uh, Keir Gilchrist reprising his role, where he has, he would have that scene with a chalkboard uh, explaining that it's probably a succubus, and that we need to go to this specific spot in Detroit. Where there's a a hell pit and destroy and destroy the succubus this eggs. This would be a bit if they if they stayed true to like if this was supposed to be when it was made. This is like a decade later. It's been yeah, a yeah. decade. They're we're, not gonna make. it. We're not sure yet. when this takes place. No, and I liked that. Yeah, because it does it does really make it feel. It felt old. Well, you're seeing that vagueness in modern movies a lot more because mm-hmm. it does make things a little simpler to remove technology from a lot of occurrences and you know they do talk about yes and they do talk about being in the suburbs but these kids don't have money no they don't they don't have money they're just like drinking beer on their porches they've got like one of those pop-up pools in the backyard they've you know they've got you know broken tvs 
divorced drunk parents. Absolutely. Yeah. Nobody's really paying attention to what they're doing. Stop divorcing and stop drinking and maybe your kids won't go ahead and get an STD where monsters follow it around. Come on. Go to church. That's what this movie's saying. Go to church. Would this thing have followed him into a church? I don't know. Well, if it is really a demon. I think this movie saved my soul. I did not see that coming. What well, if we this are never mo- going to have sex again. What if this so movie saved that. you? Saved you. If you had the succubus STD. First of all, where'd you get it? We've been married for over 10 years. I don't have it. Okay. But say you did, I'd be asking a lot of questions, but I'd be like, <laughs> now you got to give it to me. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have an open relationship just long enough to get rid of this fucking thing. Yeah. Just, let's, we'll go fuck the people we hate the most <laughs> and be like, uh, you better start running. All right. <laughs> when you see your mom, uh, nude coming right for you. Okay. Ugh. And they'll be like, Ugh. what? And they'll be like, bye. Let's never talk again. Start driving. <laughs> anyway, it follows. You're going to give it one through five, yeah. and one through five combined for best out of 10. What do you think about it following? I really liked it. I thought it had some amazing effects. It was really fucking scary. I love the concept of it. It's a, uh, uh, it, This movie made me, it's one of those movies that made me think like, what would I do in this scenario? Right? Yeah, one thousand. Which is kind of fun. It gives you these fun mental things to play with here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 4.25. Ooh, you, I know. I really like it. I'm going to give it a 3.75. Okay. But that's uh, a quite a good score. That's an 8, isn't it? Yeah. Wow, this thing managed to sneak up to an 8? I didn't expect it to hit that high, but that's okay. It did. I'm going to be more lenient this whole month, guys, because I love horror movies the most of all of everything. This month so. is just about having fun. It is. And that's the thing. Like, this movie is so good. We saw this a couple years ago. I don't know. I, I like it so much. And this is one that stays with you. So, yeah, it's uh, I put this on the bottom of the eights. Yeah. So it's under Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Pretty much tied with that, I would oh, say. okay. You'd probably put it over Batman Mask of the Phantasm. No, I wouldn't. I love Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, it's a good story. And this is a good story, too, though. Yeah. But anyway, that's that right there. Number 36 in the A's. Uh, yeah, it. Uh, I kind of called this one for a B, but we snuck into the A's with it. That's all good because we're different people who rate it different things, but we're just here to have fun. All right. So, so calm down about the rating I gave this movie. Yeah. You calm down. Let me put my hood up. <laughs> Are you okay that it's an eight? I don't care. Okay, cool. Uh, check the show notes for links and other places Your to find us. Your opinion is the only one that I care about. Maybe someday I'll do Twitch videos. It'll happen eventually. I don't know when. I keep changing the name of my Twitch channel too, so because I can't decide on it. But uh, but I'm getting some things in order right now, and I actually do plan on twitching pretty soon. But uh, but how happy Halloween Hump Fest! Like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think of it. Follows. We thought it was pretty good. How about you? How about you? All right. Happy Halloween. Leave us a comment. Tell us you love us. What would you do if you got the succubus STD? What would you do? Just explain. Death to all traitors.